Welcome to Spirit School. My name is Danielle Serenk, also known as the Squamish Medium. I am the host of your Spirit School, where I will share all the lessons and learnings that I have uncovered through my intuitive development and mediumship development journey. I am a professional psychic and medium and intuitive teacher and mentor, and I look forward to walking alongside you on this journey. Hello everybody, welcome to Spirit School. I call it Spirit School because it's my personal belief that at the very core we're all spirit. So this is a podcast for absolutely anybody and everybody. That is the corest of my belief. So here we are, episode three, and I want to talk about energy sickness. So this may be a new term for so many of you, but for me, it came to my awareness quite early in my development. Um, I'll tell you the story of how it came to my awareness is, I was about, so, you know, there's no charge, but what I do ask for is a safe space to be able to practice my gifts um, and obtain some feedback. Because it's hard if you're going to be charging people to ask for feedback after <laughs> so now I'm a professional medium years later I just don't do that um, so this was very on in my development so what's interesting that didn't come to my awareness and my memory until right now as I'm talking about it is the night before I had one of the most incredible powerful and odd meditation experiences of my life and I was sitting there and I listened to this meditation track I love by Shanna Lee Gibson called Om, Chanting Om. Uh, it's on her Willow Moon album and so I was only a couple seconds in so definitely not deep under and I felt this intense pressure on the top of my head on my crown chakra and it was such an intense pressure that was actually like Am I being abducted by aliens or something of the sort? I remember thinking that as it was happening. It was a super intense experience. It lasted for about five minutes until I took myself out of it because it was actually physically uncomfortable. So that was intense and I didn't put the two together right away. But the next day I had this practice reading with this woman in town who I quasi knew and it was still to this day one of the clearest most interesting readings of my life like I knew everything and I said some things to her that came true two years later that was not even the realm of her potentiality at the time of our session together and it was really clear for me it was definitely looking back one of the clearest readings I've ever had and I knew that looking back that that experience of meditation was actually a download of some kind and it was just super intense as my first experience of this download and now when I get them they're definitely much less intense and profound but spirit was trying to say hey wake up this is actually something so at that reading I just kept going and going and going and going and she kept asking more and more questions and I just didn't have my spiritual boundaries down so I think I went for 90 minutes and when I left I felt so sick and I went to McDonald's because I just felt this intense need to ground myself and you know early on in my development I used to ground with carbs and bad food more on that in a later podcast but um, 
I went home and I laid in bed and I was exhausted. And the only way I can describe how I was feeling was I felt like I had a flu. I had this headache and I was sweating and I was nauseous. And this headache was like all encompassing and I would take Advil and it wouldn't go away. And the next day I had to go to work and I would take more Advil and it just wouldn't go away. And then the next day I still felt sweaty and nauseous and sick. And it lasted about three days and I was very lucky because I ended up having a meeting where we had our elder there and I'm First Nations Canadian, I'm Swampy Cree and I asked our elder, I took the opportunity to tell him about my channeling and about the sickness that I got and it was really, I was very much in the closet, again a topic for another podcast but I was very in the closet nobody knew at work knew that I was developing as a medium or spiritual in any way and this elder sat and talked to me and said this is exactly how I do my work I channel the ancestors sometimes I don't even remember what I'm saying and so he mentioned being energy sick and I was like oh so this is something and he advised me to go rub up on a cedar tree he said go rub up on a cedar tree brush yourself with its leaves and say a prayer and you know lay down some tobacco as a thank you to you know mother earth and thank that cedar tree for taking away all that sickness from you and absorbing that energy and I kid you not after two and a half days of trying to ground with you know Advil and heavy foods and dense foods and all the tricks I had at the time I went to the cedar tree and rubbed up on it and I walked away from that cedar tree completely rejuvenated and a whole new person and so that was a huge learning from me. And since then, this was, you know, going back a few years now, I've definitely had to set my boundaries around my spiritual practice to try to avoid getting energy sick because I was doing the spiritual practice part time and I have children and by getting that sick I could not be there being present and the mom I wanted to be and the wife I wanted to be by getting to that state so it was a big learning for me and from there on out i actually had to really look and discover deep what those boundaries are and what can i do to protect myself to not get that sick again and i will give you those tips in a few minutes but i will say that I still get energy sick here or there because you can never tell what exactly will make you sick for, for that point in time it was really intense but I went for too long and since then I've had energy sickness say I have a client that um, is really heavy and like really deep in their grief um, then I may get energy sick in those situations because things are really intense. And the reason why I want to talk about this today is because, you know, it's been years since I think I experienced energy sickness um, to that level. But yesterday I went to a um, conference on Indigenous healing. And as I'm Indigenous and I work in the Indigenous health and wellness sector as well as my mediumship practice so it was a lovely conference but it was very heavy and very deep there was a lot of stories of trauma you know there's a lot of like hopelessness and hope within the conversations that were being had and I felt so lucky to be part of that conversation but when I left I got energy sick and I knew it was because it was a really intense experience so you know, I took some Advil, 
I, I created an earthing spray, which is a grounding spray for myself. Um, I tried using that and essential oils and smudging, and uh, I just couldn't get better. And I have two kids now, so things are a little bit busier. So I don't always have the opportunity to go out into the forest to find a cedar tree. But then the next morning, which was this morning, I had this thought, I'm like, hello, there's cedar trees like right in your backyard, they're just hedges. And so this morning I put on my rain boots after I got the kids out of the house and I went and twirled into the cedar bushes and it again, once again, truly worked. I still feel hung over, <laughs> I guess this is the only way I can describe it, but my headache is gone, the nausea is gone, the fever sweats are gone. So even as a professional medium, even as somebody who has like a million and one tricks up their sleeve when it comes to energy protecting and setting my boundaries and honoring my boundaries, it still comes up once in a while. So um, that's a big learning for me too. And since we're in spirit school, I'm going to share all the experiences that I have um, in hopes that you will remember them and call upon them one day when if you find yourself in the same situation. So... So now I'm going to get to how can we protect ourselves, right? Because even for me, I have a new situation arise where I'm like, oh, this makes me energy sick too. Okay, so I need new boundaries around this. So if I still do this podcast in five years, I may revisit this because I'll probably have a whole new set of tips and tricks to share. But for now, I'm going to give you what I know. So as people who are opening up our energies for spirit, whether it be of service working with clients or you're just on the early stages of your spiritual development and you're getting curious about things and you're starting to meditate and work with auras and chakras, um, this will help you to set boundaries, set boundaries around your spiritual practice. So building your intuitive and spiritual energy bodies is like building a muscle exactly so when you go into the gym for the first time you're not going to lift 40 pound weights and do 50 arm curls are you you're going to overextend it probably get injured and it will likely make you not want to work out the next day next week next month or next year so we have to be mindful that although we want to go all full on and gung-ho all in when we're building this intuitive and spiritual muscle to set boundaries around it so you know, meditate every day, of course, because that's good for you. But maybe if you're meditating for the purpose of opening up to, you know, divine connection, maybe only try to do that once or twice a week to start. Maybe the other meditations you focus on going inwards and tending to your own soul and own self. Because I have been there early on. You really want to, uh, you know, open up for the purpose of channeling and open up for the purpose of connecting with spirit. But also focus on and find that balance about connecting with your own spirit, tending to your own chakras, not just opening up them up, but like brushing them off and, you know, balancing them and recharging them. So find your balance when it comes to doing that. Um, if you are in the business of spiritual service, whether you're a Reiki healer or a medium or psychic or tarot reader, or angel card reader, whatever it is that your modality is, really grounding yourself constantly within that practice. So, you know, how I like to ground myself is with a meditation. Of course that happens. Um, with a meditation at the very beginning. So I will purposely and intentionally 
um, focus on a meditation that I ground myself from my root chakra into that of Mother Earth and I bring her balanced energy up within me. Um, I also work with essential oils, so I'll use things like cedarwood and arborvitae and tea tree, things that are very grounded in Mother Earth. And then healing crystals, I'll use like obsidian or black tourmaline um, or a, a red, um, basically I stick to like red or black crystals when I'm trying to use them for the purpose and intention of grounding. So really look at your boundaries. How much time are you putting out to this spiritual development and service work versus how much time are you putting into yourself? So look at that very closely. Look at grounding yourself before you get into the spiritual service work or spiritual development work. Um, and, you know, revisit your boundaries often. And have some fun. My goodness, if I could carry one mantra with me going back to my first few years of development, I was so serious. And it took a mentor of mine to say, you need to lighten up. The spiritual journey, especially the spiritual mediumship development journey, is supposed to be fun. Have some fun. So I highly recommend you to dance, you know, go laugh with friends, get down on the floor and get silly with your children, and, and just find that balance within yourself as a spirit and a soul, and try to have some fun. Another thing I wanted to mention is I, you know, this is kind of like a sales promo, but I created some spiritual tools in myself intuitively. I actually had a dream one night because I kept getting energy sick. And two years ago, I had this dream because I started getting really into essential oils. And um, I had this like recipe come to my dream and I woke up the next morning and I literally created it. And I started using it in my own practice and it really worked. So then what I did is I have some shamanic practitioner friends and I have some massage therapist friends and some naturopath friends. So I started making it for them and their practices and I was asking them, like, give me a review. Like, does this product actually work? Because it really is working for me. And I got really glowing reviews back. So I uh, was asked to do readings at a yoga festival of all things. I don't do that kind of stuff anymore. But, you know, I'm like, well, I can't just do readings for eight hours. I will get sick. Hello, boundaries. <laughs> Calling upon my boundaries. So I was like, well, I do make this sacred tool. Maybe I'll consider selling it there. So I posted it on my Facebook. Back then I had this cheap little like mailing label and I posted saying, hey, I'm gonna be at the yoga festival and I'm gonna be bringing my aura cleansing mist, which is what I was calling it, a sacred smudging tool. And I had somebody message me, um, one of my indigenous colleagues, and they said, can I please order 100? I'm like, uh, for when? They're like, next week. And I was like, oh my God. So within one hour of posting about my aura cleansing mist, I had an order for a hundred. And so of course I was going to make that happen. I was going to meet that deadline. So my dad, who I love, and I will be interviewing him on this podcast one day. He's so fun. Um, he actually drove 200 kilometers to go pick up the supplies I needed, the spray bottles. Um, and we sat in his kitchen making these sprays for um, this in, this First Nations meeting that was happening and I did take them to the um, well what was funny is after I posted that my friend um, I'm actually sitting in her living room right now she saw my bottles and she's like uh-uh girlfriend you cannot put something out with your name and that label get over here so we had fun um, creating uh, a way flashier 
um, label for these bottles, but I sold them and I, I think in one year I sold well over a thousand. I had stores actually approaching me to carry them and I was really honored and touched and I didn't think that it would actually end up being as big as it is and here we are a couple years later and you know I still get requests for them. I don't consider it to be a business, but it is actually a tool that I created for the purpose of my energy sickness. So I use it often. And then since then I created for work because at work I used to have a job that was insanely busy, constant meetings, 200 emails a day. It was just go, 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 like super high function state all the time. And so to ground myself, I would create this spray that I called the earthing mist um, to really ground myself between meetings because you're like <laughs> this really high vibration all the time. And it would have to bring me back down in between meetings and calls and emails. So I used it for myself for about six months and then people started asking for it. So I started bottling it and making it. So those are available on my website, www.squamishmedium.com. And those are also tools that you could use if you ever do experience energy sickness. But really, I just want to sum it up. It happens. I think it might all affect us slightly differently. For me, it brings on flu symptoms. Like I actually feel like I have a flu. Um, which is horrible, but because I've chosen in my spiritual practice to honor my clairsentient gift, you know, a lot of mediums say I'm clairvoyant. Um, I call myself clairsentient. I feel everything in my readings. Like I literally feel a heart attack or I literally feel the presence of spirit around me. I feel it physically on my body. So it's not surprising to me that energy sickness appears within me through physical experience. Um, so that's just a big thing that I signed up for and and I, I learn and I feel like it's part of my journey and part of my path how to recognize it, honor it, and mitigate it. So that's what I wanted to hop on today. You know, I highly encourage you in the show comments or over on my Facebook, um, Danielle Serank dash Squamish Medium or Instagram at Squamish Medium share your experiences how does it appear for you and you know I only provided a couple tricks here a uh, couple tricks and tips on how to uh, avoid it and how to deal with it once it comes on but there's lots more and as part of this podcast I really wanted to create a community uh, create a community so I highly encourage you guys to have this conversation ongoing on my social media channels and share the wisdoms that you have uh, through your cultures. I shared a lot of my indigenous culture teachings here today, but I know every culture will have very beneficial um, teachings related to something similar that you experience. So share, 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 share. So thank you. And you know, I just wanted to give this preamble that I'm very new to the podcasting world. So I don't exactly know quite yet how to edit these or make them sound super nice. So as the years go on and as the episodes go on, it will have better you know, production and sound quality. So thank you for bearing with me. And if you like what you hear, please do leave a review and tell your friends. And I really look forward to bringing you all the amazing topics that come with spirit school. We're all spirits and this lifetime is a school in essence. So let's keep the conversations going. Thanks everyone.